we are now recording. My name's Alan. And I'm Will. Welcome to the Coconut Talks podcast. So, why the podcast and why Coconut Talks? Um, starting a podcast is actually something I've wanted to do for a fairly long time now. And what kind of things were you hoping to discuss on it? Um, I haven't really got a specific format or a topic that I want to discuss. It's just talking about random stuff with different people just having conversation really so basically the blind leading the blind two idiots having a conversation pretty much that's exactly what i'd say <laughs> two idiots with two opinions so why the name coconut talks um it's meant to be kind of a joke on being a coconut which is like brown on the outside and white on the inside so in other words you're a racist i wouldn't go that far <laughs> <laughs> but yeah kind of like a joke so much. first topic of conversation then game stop yeah so how closely have you been following all of this stuff that's been happening with gamestop i mean i probably was a bit late to the party um i didn't wasn't following it straight away but i'd say i'm pretty familiar with what's going on now okay um so basically like a rough like um outline of what's happened is that gamestop was a heavily shorted stock on wall street right do you want to just explain what shorting is to listeners um so well yeah i mean i guess everyone's explaining shorting so Least of all, I should be explaining it as well. Yeah. Um, so shorting is basically when you bet on a company failing. So you borrow their shares and sell them at that price to other people with the hopes of it, uh, with the hopes of the share price falling down. And then once the share price has fallen down, you sell it back to the people that you originally bought it from, and then you take the money as a profit. Yeah. So you you basically buy buy it at the lower price and give it back. Yeah. I think. Uh, in my opinion, like shorting stocks is not something that should be legal. Yeah, I mean, I just don't understand why it ever became a thing. Like, and I think it's multi-dimensional why I disagree with shorting. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't sell a house that you don't own. You wouldn't sell a company you don't own. You wouldn't sell a car that you don't you don't own. And I think the thing that bothers me the most is that if you were going to sell um, a car that you don't own, you'd ask the owner and you'd probably give them a bit of a cut. But like. When they're selling your shares that you've bought, they're making the share price reduced by, like, um, obviously increasing supply. Um, yeah. But also, you're not getting a stake in that. Like, the market makers are getting a stake. The hedge funds are getting a stake. Um, the people, like, controlling the market are getting a stake. But you're not getting anything. Um, and also, in terms of, like, a wider economic impact, like, the reason why, like, companies IPO is to... Um, which is go public is to increase finance, right? Like, yeah. and it, it helps the economy. It's easy, easy finance. Well, shorting stock does nothing. It just cripples companies and like unnecessarily so at times because yeah. like, like this GameStop thing, like it got triggered by the fact that they were shorting this company like beyond all reasonableness. Yeah, they were shorting it. At, uh, they, I think they shorted 140% of the stock. So they shorted more than the company actually had. Yeah. I mean, essentially. It, it's completely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, and all that does is just destroy companies. And the only the only people that profit off this are the individuals shorting. Yeah. So basically the hedge funds. Exactly. Yeah. And the fact is that they had shorted it to such a degree that they were literally, literally um, kind of like standing on like the edge. Yeah. And, and, and so a lot of um, companies, when they have like loans, right? they um they will have covenants in place which are basically like promises you make with the bank that you have to abide by and one of the covenants you'll often have are things like um debt service ratios and um 
gearing ratios. So like gearing being your um, ratio of debt to equity financing. And so if um, the share price goes down, effectively the, the equity number goes down, which means the um, debt to equity ratio goes up, which means all of a sudden by shorting the stock, you could suddenly make this company in breach of covenant where basically the bank says, we're not going to lend you any more money. And so like the the shorting a stock is so much more detrimental to a company than I think people realize. Um, and yeah, like I said, it can completely cripple com- companies um, that are actually fundamentally good companies. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, what ended up happening with GameStop was that um, like there's a forum on Reddit called Wall Street Bets, um, as I'm pretty sure like anyone who's listening to this like, might, uh, anyone who might be listening to this is aware of right now. Um, but they kind of had enough of well basically like these hedge funds shorting uh gamestop because gamestop did had it have a plan to turn the company around yeah so they hadn't they got a new ceo who realized that the business model that they were following was kind of um old-fashioned and not going to make the money in the future so they were going to switch to online based business so selling games online yeah and like the hedge funds kind of double down on their short positions yeah uh which drove the company price down even further and all of these uh redditors kind of like took notice of like what had happened and they started longing these uh, bets and positions um driving like, up the share yeah, price driving up the share price to insane heights so the, the at the time of when they were being shorted the share prices were like three to eight dollars per share yeah bearing in mind a reasonable price for this stock originally was around 20. yeah so they so they had shorted it way lower to like yeah like you said two yeah. or three yeah and um, these redditors like bear in mind it's not act uh, I think the like, number of people on the forum mm-hmm. as I start were well, might have been like not not that high like maybe like a few thousand like uh, not a few thousand uh, maybe like four hundred five hundred thousand maybe yeah maybe. I think it went up to like two two and a half million yeah million. um so like a few thousand people kind of banded together and decided that they were going to fuck these hedge funds right and some of their stories are like really like depressing because one of the firms that they went after melvin capital uh yeah they're the main culprit yeah were involved in the 2008 financial crisis shock (laughs) and like one of the stories that like the people that put out was depressing like they were talking about making tomato soup out of like ketchup packets because they were so poor that they just could not like afford to buy food and how his dad would um hire people to do jobs around the house so that everyone could make some bit of money even though like they had no money yeah everything so like it's not like this whole thing isn't actually about making money for these people anymore it's completely personal and vindictive and i'd like i i I rightly support i i I don't have any issue with it yeah being like that i mean people so this is an interesting one i don't know your opinion on it but obviously the hedge funds are basically going to try and sue some of these um wall street bet people on the grounds that it's collusion and it's kind of market manipulation but what i don't understand is that like if if i said to you alan i want to like fuck over bank or a fuck over a stock by like taking either a long or short position and you were like yeah me too i don't think if we said that in front of a police officer we'd get arrested and like i think the biggest difference between like collusion amongst these um some of these hedge funds for example and and you and i is that um we're not competitors so like no. I, don't, I don't think i don't know but i don't understand how collusion rules can apply to um, non-competing the thing is i don't think they're going to go after these redditors 
because they can't. I think like, they already are trying. Are they trying? I don't. I don't know. I know that they're trying to bring in regulation. Right. Like these hedge funds. Yeah, I mean that would make more sense in terms yeah, of like, which is a result. shock because they're the ones that have been arguing against regulation for all this time, and now suddenly that um, regular people are trying to like, are doing what they've been doing all this time. Yeah. And also, uh, you kind of have to bear in mind that these hedge funds do have the advantage of af- after hours trading. Yeah. Which these regular, uh, like, just day traders, uh, like, in retail investors do not. Yeah. So, what's been kind of happening is that share might close at, like, $400 or $300, right? And hedge funds, like, still short them and drive the price down to, like, $200. And then it goes back up when the day opens again. Right. So, like, a lot of these hedge funds have ended up losing a shit ton of money. So, I'm talking, like, billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. I, I mean, Melvin Capital had to be... Um, bailed out essentially yeah by Citadel and another company um, yeah I think they had to raise 2.1 billion dollars of cash and also that they're being bailed out by competitors yeah like I mean talk about collusion you know like, like and yeah I think they lost 53% of like um, their like well, yeah I mean it's incredible another cash. thing we should point out is that like t- taking a long position you are giving cash up front and um, the most you can lose is that cash you've invested. Yeah. So, like, you're only, yeah, I mean, you're only exposed to the amount you invest, which makes sense. But these short positions, if you bet on a a stock on going down, it can go up by an infinite amount. And so you can effectively lose an infinite amount. And after it goes to a certain point, like, um, they will make you start paying out to a certain extent to keep your position open. Um, but, yeah, like, these hedge funds, like, they could invest 10 pounds and like lose hundreds of thousands of pounds like to yeah put it in perspective um i mean they're stupid for not closing out their position but i think everything happened too fast and they just got to the point where like if they closed their position now they would be fucked and so they just thought let's hold the position hold the position eventually it's got to fall yeah. but then it just didn't fall and um like they talk about collusion and like market manipulation but when the pandemic happened right i i, I told you about this before bill ackman he is uh regarded as one of the like uh, one, one of uh, f- regarded as a famous um, investor, I- investor like um, a stockbroker, yeah. or well, stockbroker is not probably the right term, but he uh, he is quite a highly regarded investor, right? Yeah. And when the pandemic began, he gave a speech like on TV, like saying, "Oh, like this is coming, and it's going to drive like the economy into the ground." And this speech caused a sell-off of like stocks, and but when the sell-off was happening, he was the one who was buying all of this all of the stock. Yeah, and that's terrible and he i think he was buying stock and also shorting it as well so and i think he made two billion dollars profit i mean it's, yeah it's terrible and yeah and from the two billion profit he essentially made a, a blank check company as in a blank check investment fund right um he, he did like start one of those things um yeah sorry i can't find it but yeah essentially what it was is um a blank check company so literally a blank check for an investment and no one was talking about any of this like everyone only had a problem with this when it was like retail investors doing it yeah like, and all of these people who are essentially um criticizing all of these redditors they don't really understand why these redditors are doing it because the people that have put the money in they have already uh, i'm pretty sure they've probably made the money they're putting back right yeah i mean it depends on um whether they've sold out which i assume judging by the share price they probably haven't so a lot uh, of them are probably gonna fuck themselves yeah no i i meant um they probably like put in 
uh, the money they could afford to lose and taken out the original investment. I- I'm just assuming. Right. Okay. Possibly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they like the people who are criticizing them don't understand that they're not do they're not doing this for like financial financial gain. No. They're doing it purely as a big fuck you to these Wall Street hedge funds. Yeah, I 100 percent agree. Right. I, when, while this was going on, it wasn't just GameStop that they were shorting out. They were uh, they were longing. They were longing um, AMC. A- AMC, Nokia, and BlackBerry as well. Um, some ancient <laughs> motherfuckers in there. <laughs> some names you haven't heard in a long, long time. <laughs> I um, mean, the thing is, is that they are longing absolutely trash stocks. Like I would not touch any of these stocks, um, but. The principle is sound, and I think what it's going to do is it sets a precedent where basically, like, if you're going to short, you're not going to short to a point, like, as soon as the price gets to where you think this is actually a sensible price for this stock, you're going to close the position, because what these hedge funds are doing is they're basically overshorting. They're shorting it beyond its fundamental value price, yeah. and, like, like just to make an extra profit. Yeah. Um, and so right. I right. think now we've got a precedent where if you do that, Wall Street um, bets will get you, and so people are going to stop doing that. Yeah, but also it just can't, it shouldn't be legal to short something to a hundred and forty percent off what it's worth. Oh, I hundred percent agree with that. Right. You shouldn't be able to sell more shares than exist. Like, yeah. how is that not fraud? But like shorting did. I'm not like arguing for it or anything. But shorting is what kind of found out the um, housing crisis. The fact that all these mortgages that were being sold were like not worth anything. Yeah, I mean they were also it was like mixing different grades of. Um, mortgages a like kind of like a plus mortgages with terrible mortgages yeah um packaging them together or selling them as an average of a b yeah and then so half of them would just fucking fall through yeah and and when like a tiny bit of them like fell through the whole thing fucking collapsed yeah but yeah so what ended up happening with uh while all these stocks were being uh shorted and like obviously these relatives were like longing them Robinhood stopped allowing these retail investor retail uh, investors to buy uh, they stopped them from buying shares yeah. in gamestop they were still allowed to sell yeah gamestop and amc and i think nokia and blackberry as well i'm not sure about nokia and blackberry but definitely gamestop and amc and what ended up happening was insane there's no way that what happened was like it was definitely sketchy what happened right yeah at the very least like at the very least because like obviously the name, name robin hood like you would <laughs> associate it with like stealing from the rich yeah but i mean i think people and also th- treat like people think that robin hood like their customers are retailers but they're not like they're no. the product like yeah. they get most of their money from selling data on these retail investors to the big institutional investors yeah and um, so i mean that robin hood are fucked like even if they don't get any loss even if they don't lose any lawsuits like nobody's going to use them well nobody's going to use them and i'm pretty sure like some of those lawsuits have to hold up in court yeah like yeah, like even if the lawsuits don't like end up with them uh, with, with the retail investors like winning, they're going to be tied up in like litigation for a long, long time. Yeah, I agree. And I'm pretty sure like the the retail investors have already filed class action lawsuits against uh, rightly uh, so against Robinhood. So, and I'm pretty sure um, the lawyers that end up taking the case for the uh, retail investors, right, probably going to take it pro bono. So, like, they only get paid if they win. I'm just assuming. Yeah. Like, um, whereas, like, Robin Hood is probably going to have to pay through their nose for the best lawyers they can afford. Yeah. And I mean, one of the reasons why they stopped trading was because they had a liquidity issue as it was. So, yeah. this is not going to help that liquidity issue. Yeah. Um, they did raise $2 billion worth of credit from uh, Wall Street. 
see how long that money lasts. Like, um, but that is what the CEO was telling, like, uh, on an interview, I think it was with CNBC, where he essentially said that it wasn't anything sketchy going on. It was the fact that they didn't have enough cash to cover all of the bets that were in place. I'm not sure how true or like. But I mean that false to that me is. that is sketchy in itself. Like if you're letting, if you're allowing like shorting to happen to that degree, I mean that's not purely Robin Hood's fault. No. But like, um, but still, yeah. But I mean, at the le- um, at the most, there was something really sketchy that happened. Also, can I tell you something I don't understand is that like when you buy shares, like you're giving like Robin Hood money effectively, right? So like, why would you um allow people to keep on selling? where they're basically claiming their money back, but um, not allowing people to buy. Well, these... Uh, well, I'm guessing like the... Re- uh, well, do com- you know what I mean? If, as in, if it's a liquidity issue, you'd yeah. expect it to be the other way around. Like, why are you like letting people um, sell and effectively take money from your company, but you're not letting people buy and basically give money to your company if the issue is liquidity? Yeah, but I think the bigger issue was the fact that it might have not essentially been like a proper like buying of stock. It might have been like CF like CFD trading. Right. So where the money you spend on like one share might be equal to the money of like ten shares. Right. Yeah. So like leveraged. Yeah. Yeah. Leverage. Uh, leveraged. Um. Buying. I'm yeah. guessing that must that might have been what the registers were doing because they were making insane amounts of profit. Mm. Like, um, I think like one of the main investors. Um, in like GameStop became like a billionaire overnight how much do you reckon he invested I think he must I think I want to say he invested 43 million or something and he woke up with like 2.18 billion <laughs> that's so ridiculous like I'm not sure if I'm just pulling the number from like thin air but I hope for his sake he sold out like I'm, I'm hoping he at least got his in, like investment back minimum yeah yeah so like Wall Street going after these Redditors claiming they're part of like the alt-right and uh, if you look at the forum, like it's, it's no, it's nothing like that. It's so funny because, like, yeah, I mean, this is one like really bipartisan issue where like people from all political backgrounds are thinking Wall Street are a bunch of crooks in this. Yeah, I mean, um, it's nice. To, it's nice to see. And even when Robin Hood come out with these phony claims, like no one believes them on the left and the right. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you. So, like you, you are right. This is a an issue that can have like bipartisan like um, consensus. It's actually really refreshing to like, hear like people that like look. I don't care for the, like the far left or the far right, but like it's nice knowing that kind of centrists on both sides can actually agree on something for a change. Yeah. Um. So you had AOC come out against. I mean, uh, she's definitely far left. Yeah. Ted Cruz. Um. Donald Trump D- Jr. Donald Trump Jr. Like all of these all of these people who you would never like put in a group together. Yeah. Everyone has come out against like what Robin Hood did. Yeah. So you can probably like at least assume that there has been some sketchiness going on. And AOC did say that de- hearings should be he- held to um, hold like some kind of accountability and yeah. see what's happened. And Ted Cruz did say, Ted Cruz like retweeted her saying, oh yes, I do agree with it. Yeah. yeah and then she kind of went on a tangent and said, he's, a, he's like, an attempted murderer. Yeah. He tried to have her killed. Um, I'm not going to be working with you if you want to do anything productive. And in your resignation notice, because I, AOC is an extremely rational and moderate human being. I d- I don't care like what her feelings are towards like him as a person. Like this was like an issue where they had like genuine like bipartisan like approval. Yeah, they agree on something, and that they could be doing something for the moral good. Yeah, this was actually something where they genuinely could have actually done like made some like progressive like movements. And instead, she just turned it into a kind of 
got yeah moment like, where she just accused him of being attempted murderer, which is just not helpful and, and not true. Yeah, and kind of also made it about her. Yeah. Which um yeah, which not, I, not a good look for her. And I think actually there's a lot of people that are like left and kind of would call themselves socialists that thought what she said was absolutely outrageous. Yeah. Crystal uh, from the Hill. She's a left wing commentator, right? Right. Um and she did kind of call her out on it, saying like this was uh something where you could have made real progress. I mean, you, like, you just undermine your own credibility when you start accusing people of things like that. You know, it's just not helpful. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure her like small crew of like ultra lefties will love it. But the vast majority of people just think you're an idiot. Yeah. As of late, Robin Hood has like um, after raising the line of credit, they did open up GameStop and AMC back again. But they've limited to one share per person. But the thing is, um, but surely if n- no one sells then the price can't really... Go yeah. to, I mean, I guess people can still short it. But. Yeah, um, but the thing is, like... Uh, yeah, now's wh- the time to like, short it. Like Wall Street's lost billions of dollars yeah. by shorting... Because uh, like, they had to close the positions because they just couldn't keep them open anymore. Yeah, and, and this is not a situation that's going to go away. Yeah, for all of the positions that are being closed, all of the shorting positions that are being closed, other shorting positions are being opened up against them. Yeah. Like, against GameStop. I mean, like, you can kind of see why. Yeah, I mean, it's a sensible thing to short now. Yeah. By the way, that was not financial advice. Yeah, I mean, nothing we're giving here is financial advice yeah, in any way, shape, or like form. Two idiots talking. Yeah, Wall Street bets—they haven't kind of stopped there. They're going—they're going after like the crypto market now. Yeah, I don't think this is going to end because, like, it's—it's it's so kind of decentralized. Right. There's so many people that are just basically want to put yeah. a bigger fu to the system that, like, this is yeah. just going to go on um, forever. Chamath Play player, I don't know right. what his name is. But he sent out a tweet saying that Wall Street Bets is basically the largest hedge fund in the world and it's completely decentralized. Yeah. Which is completely true. It it's I mean it's amazing to be like, honest. Yeah, but they ha- they haven't stopped here. They've gone after the crypto market, so they're pump they've pumped up uh Dogecoin and I'm pretty sure they've pumped up Ripple as well. That is the only reason I can explain with uh Ripple like being up like fifty percent because SEC's because like the SEC is investigating them and Ripple has been forced to suspend like all trading. Right. Like so there's no reason why it should have it should have gone up from like eighteen twenty P to thirty five, thirty six P. Yeah, it's crazy. Like in like less than a day. And they're also going after the precious metals market. Right. So gold and silver. So I think we are kind of like coming to a close as well. But I'll roughly kind of like say what's going on, right? Okay, so during when the pandemic happened, right, um, obviously the dollar was crashing and it drove up the price of silver and gold. Uh, I think gold hit like an all-time high and silver was trading at ridiculously high number as well. Yeah. And um, the US government's still being like pumping cash into the uh, into the into circulation. Right. So I think more than 20% of all US dollars were printed in 2020. That's ridiculous. So all of the existing like US currency was printed in 2020 from like well from whenever they started like printing out the US dollar I guess. Yeah. But the whole point uh, the whole thing with this is that they're pumping all of this money into hide inflation and which is driving the price of like all of these precious metals down. So what <laughs> the people on Wall Street have been doing is they've been buying up silver like, everywhere because um, silver's actually one of the more affordable metals yeah because i think i think it's like less than 30 dollars like an ounce or something don't quote me on that but it is obviously a lot cheaper compared to gold yeah and they've been longing silver this is a a news article published by bloomberg today a trading site halted to a halt as reddit took aim at uh, silver 
I love it. I absolutely like, love what's happening. And what and I was actually on the forum uh, like today or yesterday, and they basically what they're saying is that they're going after the precious metals to force the government to like show what show the inflation that's been happening, right? As in force the government's hand, right? So, like, it's going to be interesting to see how the Biden administration is going to like respond to this. Yeah, I mean, this is a whole new. This is a new beast that just hasn't been experienced before. <laughs> yeah. I am really excited to see how this plays out. But I mean, the thing is, is that this, I think this is going to increase like kind of market efficiency in the sense that it's basically like now the market can truly respond to. Oh, like, yeah, I com- I completely agree with you. I what I think is going to happen is that the obviously because people kind of now realize that they can kind of support the businesses that they want to succeed. Yeah. By buying up the shares. And I think that we're going to see more and more of this. Yeah. Sorry, like, what do you reckon? Well, I, I completely agree. And I basically think that, like, basically, the great thing about a free market is that it's self-correcting. But, like, when you've got lots of regulation and basically you've got the untouchables, which are these large hedge funds, they effectively, they're not playing by the rules. Whereas now, now that there's a consequence for the actions of overshorting and things like that, all of a sudden, like, market rules apply again. And, like, if you sell too much and the price becomes too devalued, people will buy it. And so, like, I, I really think that this is a more important step than probably most people think. Like, this isn't just a, like, a kind of a little uprising rebellion and, yay, we took a, bu- a few billion from Wall Street. Like, I think it really just sets a whole new precedent. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Like, I think we're on the cusp of, like, uncovering something new. And also, we are recording this on a Sunday. So, when the market's open tomorrow... I am excited to see what's co- what's yeah, going to happen. A whole bunch of new content. Right. Very exciting. Right. Um, I think they've obviously driven up the price of silver, Dogecoin, and Ripple as well. Although I'm not entirely sure how they've like affected like driving up the price of Ripple is going to be. Yeah. Although what could happen is all these registers go down broke <laughs> when GameStop crashes, and then that was, then it's over. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, the thing is that there's just an unlimited number of people and. Um, like think about this happened before the headline media went crazy. Like think how many more people now are going to have joined the bandwagon. Um, oh yeah, if you get if you do get time, I suggest like going on the forum because it is entertaining. Because you have the original like OG uh, people who were like in it from like 2012. Yeah, and you've also got like the new people who have like joined like yesterday. Is it easy to tell who's who? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like I mean they do identify themselves as like who is who, and then right. they've got their own like terminology and stuff they use in the chat. Like, it is really funny, and everyone's just like hold the line to the moon, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> like, well, we've been recording for nearly an hour and a half. Like probably a good time to uh, call it. Well, thanks for listening. Good episode. All right. Bye.